Hello and welcome to another episode of the For the Love of Beer podcast. My name is Phil Savory and I'm joined as always by my good friend Mark Hyde Johnson. Hello there. Um, we're here today to do another couple of beers. Um, for any of you that are new to the podcast, um, myself and Mark basically are on a bit of a quest. Well, I say a quest, we're not really travelling the world, at least not yet. Um, but we have a beer bucket list that gives us 100 different beers from 100 different countries. We have to drink the specific beer from the list. And today we're going to cover two beers. One beer that we've never had before, which is going to be a first for us. And another beer that we did have once, but we were kind of a bit drunk at the time. And maybe the memory of it is slightly hazy. Yeah, and so before go... the podcast was invented as well. So we need to revisit this drink for the sake of... Um getting it down on record really don't we yes how have you been I feel like we've not recorded for a few weeks not since we, we went to London a while ago we did yeah was that the last last episode we recorded I think so I think it must have been yeah um, I've been craving some new beers um, I have I've been really looking forward to this we've gone a few weeks without it's been busy times it has and I think that um, yeah I think we've earned this what have you been drinking in the, in the in the in between because I have to find I have to occupy my time with like extracurricular beers or beers that are yeah, distract me. Yeah, from I the, don't from like the new to stuff. ruin any any new experiences myself. So we had a bit of a party on Friday night, and what I did discover was I'll just buy a load of cheap, you know, them little stubby bottles. Yeah, that you used to have like when you were a teenager. Yeah, from France at the time, you know, it was just like shit beer, little Aldi beers. Yeah, well, I yeah. bought a load of them from Aldi last week, um, and ended up within about an hour, I drank about seven of them after you'd gone on Friday night. Actually, I was just sitting there just drinking one after another but it's great I think they're about four and a half percent so they for what I remember they were actually quite um, quite strong um, but they were alright it really wasn't bad it was very tempting because obviously I was around the other night it was very yeah. tempting to do a pod but probably wouldn't have been appropriate on the other there's far too many people here and the year anniversary of your wife's heart operation probably was not the way to commemorate it no she probably well she wouldn't care would she she was happy mingling that's true um, yeah, apart from that, I drank some of my homebrew last week as well. Now, I think we might have to cover this in a, a later episode. Mm. Um, a homebrew special edition. Um, it was really nice, actually. Um, I've still got quite a few bottles of it left. I mean, I, I made this about six months ago. Oh, you tried it, didn't you? I've had, I've had one. I really liked it. Actually. Yeah, it was all right. It was bearable. You need to design a label for it and a I name. And yes, a name. that's a good idea, yeah. We'll work on that, and then when once we've done it, and I'm I'm going to do a new batch, um, and hopefully do a better job of it. Once we've done that, then I think we should review it. I thought your first go- the taste was good. The colour was a bit odd. It the was, taste was it good. Was cloudy. Yeah. yeah, but the taste was good. It wasn't bad, was it? No, not bad at all. Right. Okay. So without further ado, we're going to get into beer number one for today, which is Presidente from the country of Dominica, the Dominican Republic. Dominican Republic. Yeah. Um, now, now we've had this beer for a while we have we've been sitting up for a bit yeah um, can you remember where we got it it came from a website called brazil-latino.de German website yeah um, which we had a few beers from a few months ago actually I can't remember exactly when um, I've just checked now it's €2.15 per bottle so it's quite a you know it's a decent price um, obviously, we paid postage on top of that, so it's you know it is what it is. We did a few South American ones from that website, didn't we? We did. We got Cuamez, uh, Argentina. That's another one that we're going to be covering soon. Um, I can't remember what else. Oh, Polar Cerveza. That's another one. That's another one we've done yet. Still in the cupboard, um, yet to be covered. 
Um, I'm quite looking forward to that now, so it's got a really nice look about it. Um, just trying to remember what else we had on there. There was um, Crystal, which we have already. Oh, we've had that, we've done that one. Yeah, um, Antarctica, which is an extracurricular beer. It's not actually from Antarctica, it's Brazilian, but it's got penguins on it, so obviously the wife will be impressed Your with wife is mad keen on penguins. She is indeed. Um, and Presidente, so yeah, we've just got this polar and possibly Antarctica to drink now, so... So, why don't you give us a tour of this bottle, Mark? I mean, it's um, it's a bit basic, isn't it? It's basic. I mean, I think this is why I've been putting this one off. It's just uninspiring. It's standard green Heineken sort of cord bottle. The label just looks really boring. It's not had much effort put into the font typeface of it. <laughs> just president It's just got a boring label. White sort of poppy sort of shape, if you like. You know what the font reminds me of? It's the font of like a, you know, like a shit, like a two star hotel, yeah. That wants to look up market, but they had a shit designer doing it, and it picks and it picks a font that thinks is kind of like a, uh, sort of like exudes quality, exudes premium, but then he's like next to it is like a sign that says AA two star, and then you're like, you know, I mean, for me, it looks like someone's sort of made it on word art, clip art. Or something like that, and they've tried to sort of tone it down from the usual. Has it got a year? It was div- how long? How long is this? A- it's not got a, like a. Um, I'll just double check. It's that. like a year when they were like um, created, and this yeah. doesn't really have that either, does it? it? Doesn't no. It doesn't I mean, smack of heritage. It doesn't. It's just kind of. It is what it yeah, is. Yeah, it just says Authentico Orgullo, I presume beer, Dominicano. I mean, to further reinforce my word art claim, I mean, it's actually got shadowing. Against the side. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Shit, and like um, an emblem above it. Is it like that's wheat, isn't it? It is a wheat. Yeah, it's just like a that's its mascot is a piece of wheat. It's not a wheat beer though, is it? It's a pilsner style. Pilsner style beer. Pilsner style. That's concerning. Um, well, we shouldn't necessarily judge a judge a beer by its bottle, by its cover. Yeah. Um, um, caps a bit. Caps got the same sort of font, hasn't it? Yeah, the cap is pretty much the logo is exactly the same as the label. So at least they've put some effort into it. It's just a shame they've not put any effort into the logo, really. And it's not a twisty cap. It's not. So that is a fucking massive ticket box <laughs> right there. <laughs> um, so five, uh, yeah, sorry, five percent volume beer. Um, so fairly strong, really. We're drinking it. Was it a three hundred thirty mil standard size bottle, isn't it? Uh, yes. because it it's in. Um, it's it's come it's brewed it's brewed in the Dominican Republic and it's come from there. Uh, well, actually, no, it's been imported. It was brewed in the Dominican Republic and imported um, in St. Louis. Right. So it's gone through the states because that's why it says twelve fluid ounces because obviously they're they're not totally into the uh, metric yeah, system like us. Hey, well, just looking online, it says Presidente is exported. It's not very easy to get over here. I'll just may add. Exported to the United States, Panama, Honduras, Spain, Germany, which is where we got it from, Switzerland, Italy, blah, 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 loads of other um, islands and small countries, but not UK, so I think we've done quite well to get there. Should we crack it open? I think we should. I'm thirsty. Let's crack it on. There we go. Thank you very much. Whoa! Whoa, frothing. Frothing. So much for my clean bar. Oh, my God. Oh, dear me. Wait, we're off. In the bar time. This is just, it's just, just going to seep everywhere. It's a disaster. It's just, 
It's gone absolutely. There's not a fucking thing we could do about this. <laughs> There's a towel, a Is sort there? of towel on the back of your stool. Your stool. <laughs> Just wipe it with that or chuck it in the wash. Yeah, yeah, again, we've achieved <laughs> some brilliant radio. Right, so, to keep you in the picture, I'm now using, um, it's not even a bar towel, it's like a bar mat that I'm yeah, trying to kind of soak it up. Towel. Oh, fucking hell, right, it's gone it's right around there. Oh my god. Fucking hell. <laughs> it's nearly <laughs> dripping off the side. <laughs> Right. It's not um, doing it. It's not soaking it up. <laughs> it's the too problem, thin. The problems that we have here... Uh, I think... I think are, both of our beers are massively overflowing. I think that'll do. That'll do for now. Um, it's not warm. It's I'll chilled. Just... It's, it's been in the fridge all afternoon. Perfect temperature. Um, so I don't really understand what's gone on here unless there's some kind of business issue with it. Um, so there we go. Let's have a proper first taste. Post myself now. <coughs> First impressions, um, just tastes like a standard beer to be honest with you. For me, it has no special initial feelings to it. Uh, uh, it tastes weak, doesn't it? It doesn't taste 5%. It, it tastes pretty weak. It tastes as amateur as the bottle looks. I mean, it's not, it's not undrinkable. I mean, it's not... Um, it's not like disgusting or anything. No, it's just a standard pilsner, isn't it? It's a Foster's. I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even say it's that. Would you not? No. It's nothing special. It's, it's a Foster's or a Carlsberg for me. That it feels it's like nothing a, great. It feels like a token effort from a country that needed a beer and did it have it didn't have its own. Yeah, I mean to be fair to it, at least it's got you know a little bit of heritage in in that sort of respect. Um, however, there's a slight fruity twang to it. Do you reckon? Yeah. But it doesn't... Normally when a beer has that, it, says, it sort of shouts about it on the label, doesn't it? Because it's like a lot it's of beers... It's got an identity. It's like yeah. barley, malt, hops. Barley, malt, hop. And then you and then when you have like something a bit unusual about it, it normally says... This just doesn't. It's just... Um, maybe I'm imagining things, but there's a, there's a slight... I mean, I'm not saying it in a, in a particularly good way. It's just there's a slight fruity twang to it. Um, interestingly, in that it's quite a standard taste. It's owned by AB InBev. Okay, bud. Yeah, as most beers appear to be. Yeah, but all roads lead to bud. Or Heineken, we're finding out in a lot of, a lot yeah. of cases. Yeah, or Anheuser Busch. Um, interestingly, right, it was founded in 1929. Okay. Industrialist Charles H. Vanzer. With other business partners, founded the brewery and started brewing the iconic Dominican Dominican beer, Presidente, in nineteen thirty-five. So he'd um, he'd founded his brewery some six years earlier. The beer was named in honor of then Dominican President Rafael Leo, Leonidas Trujillo. Leonidas, yes, in three hundred. I have no idea. You ever seen that film? No. You've not seen three hundred? No. This is Sparta, and he kicks the fella off the ledge. Does he drink um, Presidente? No, it's like ancient. Sparta, um, isn't it? A bit before 1929 or whatever. Well, could have still had a Presidente in there. I'm amazed you haven't seen 300. No, I'm not a film man. No. Um, it was initially launched as a dark beer and acquired limited success, so in the 1960s it was transformed into the Pilsner that is recognised today. 
1986, a brewery was acquired by a Dominican cigarette company, Grupo Leon Jimenez. Um, and then in 2012, um, it was sold to InBev. So there we go. So at some point, the tobacco industry had this. They flogged it to, to basically the people that owned it. Yeah, I mean, they just must have got bored of it, I think. I don't blame them. It's not great, is it? It's not brilliant. It's not the best. Um, they got some sporting sponsorship history. In 2007, they were the official beer of the University of Miami Hurricanes football team. Who could forget that? Well, yeah, as well as the Orange Bowl in Miami. and it's, it's I've loads, heard of that. Loads of American stuff. I've heard of the Orange Bowl. Um, Miami Marlins, whoever they were. Oh, whatever. Never heard of them. Isn't no. there a Florida Marlins? Is there, are they a baseball team? Could be. Or am I way off? They may be. But I really don't know. Um, don't really do baseball. No. Uh, Dominican Republic itself, as we usually sort of go into it, has got a fantastic flag. Um, my um, my wife's uncle lives out there as well. Does he? Yeah. He could have sent some of this for us. Eh? Was he well, going to? Is that who I remember you mentioning? That was, yeah, that was something we were exploring because he was, he was um, um, his lad, well, uh, well, my cousin-in-law got married in the summer. And it was just as he was sort of moving out there, so we were discussing it. But then we found it online anyway. White cross um, across the middle of the flag, similar to the St George flag. Um, red and white corners, uh, sorry, red corners and blue corners with a little crest in the middle, coat of arms. It looks fantastic. I really yeah, like that. Have a look at it. Superb. It's nice. It's a pretty flag, that is. Classy. It is. It's classy. Um, it's something you'd like raise on a boat. Yeah. Uh, capital and largest city, Santo Domingo. Official language, Spanish. Ethnic groups, 72.9% multiracial. 16.1% white. Um, and 10.9% black, just to... But, if, but surely, if you said 71% multiracial, surely everyone's multiracial. Or you say mixed race. Because um, technically we're all multiracial, aren't we? I shall click on the wiki link. Um... Let's let's not get into let's get not get bogged How many down percent this. white? That's probably a lot of that's probably sixteen uh, percent white. Sixteen percent white. Is that based under, on just my uncle in law? I presume so. <laughs> yeah. And just under eleven percent black. Anyway, let's move on from who did what to whom. Any football related facts? I usually have some. Dominican Republic. I've got I've got nothing. Absolutely nothing. I've got nothing to give you. I can't even think of a football from there. <laughs> was Paolo one? No, he was Costa Rica, wasn't he? I was going to say Paolo one shot. Yeah. No, I haven't a clue. Absolutely nothing. I've got nothing. Well, it's not even got a sports link on Wikipedia for Dominican Republic, so that probably tells you all that you need to know. I feel like I've not really got a lot to uh, to say about this, to be honest. Um, which makes for great radio. It does. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we do apologise as the usual. Which famous person could you imagine drinking this? Anyone well, I can't think of anyone from the Dominican Republic. So let's just say someone's gone on holiday there on a cruise. Let's say um, Ainsley Harriet has gone on like a on a cruise, right? And it stopped off in like Santo Domingo, and he's gone into like a bar of some sort. No, it'd be a restaurant because he's having dinner. And then because um, he's you know Ainsley's wants something to kind of wash down his. Whatever he's eating. What would he eat, do you reckon? Ainsley? Yeah. 
Um, probably curry of some sort, I'd imagine. You reckon? Yeah, I reckon he's a curry man. Why? Did you ever watch that programme when he took Len Goodman um, on like a food tour? It's quite good, actually. No, but it sounds amazing. Um, I can't remember what it's called, obviously. Um, yeah, Len Goodman doesn't like anything sort of exotic at all. So Ainsley... None of that one. foreign Mac. No, exactly that. <laughs> sure, that. <laughs> um, so yeah, anyway, um, so I, I would imagine some sort of curry. So were they kind of like an odd couple then? Was it sort of like Ainsley was kind of like the kind of flamboyant? Yeah. And Len was kind of the grumpy sort of old man yeah. who's kind of dragged I along. Eat, I eat that shit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly that. Give me jelly deals any day. Or yeah, you know, this yeah, exactly. Um, Amelia Vega Horford is a Dominican model, actress, writer, singer and beauty pageant title holder. It was crowned Miss Universe in 2003. Okay, so Ainsley Harriet and her... Amelia Vega. Well, Ainsley Harriet's married, isn't he? Probably married. I would imagine so. I've met him. Have you? I have, yeah. Have you not seen my picture? How long ago? A couple of years ago. What, is it up on your wall or something? No, it's on Facebook. It's on Facebook. Everything's on Facebook, isn't right. it? I'll show you later on. Yeah, show me. And in fact, I'll probably post it to our socials. You should. That's F-T-L-O-B pod. Um, yeah, look out for that. <laughs> <laughs> we can't promise you much about Presidente Beer from the Dominican Republic, but we can promise you I have met plenty Ainsley of Ainsley Harriet yeah. content. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, a couple of years ago. And the best thing was one of my friends. Do you remember a couple of years back there was the that face swap app? Yeah. Um, they did a... My, one of my friends did a face swap. With Ainsley and Harriet? And it, with me and Ainsley, yeah. Is there a picture of that? There is. I'll show you. Is it? Is it? It's scary. Oh, is it? Yeah. Is it how how good you look? It, it's his smile. Yeah. Um, you basically you'd love to have his smile. Yeah, definitely. He does have a smile that radiates warmth. <laughs> like I could imagine being around Aisley Harriet and instantly feeling better about myself. Yeah. He's, he was a nice guy. He really, really was. I bet he is. I was at work. You can't imagine him being a prick, can you? I was at work. It was just. I tell you what, it was. It was. About two or three weeks before he went into Strictly. Yeah. Um, however, a couple of two or three years ago. Um, and he was travelling on the train back from Crewe to Chester um, with his friend. And I think it must have been his son or his friend's son or whatever. Um, and he, he was just really chatty. He was so, so nice. He's an absolute don on Ready Steady Cookie, was. Yeah, he was fantastic. Bit one. of Susie Salt, bit of Percy Pepper. Oh, it's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. It's like didn't, they, didn't they bring that back with someone else? Why are they bringing they, it back? That's the sort of thing that pro- should probably rest where it is. No, I get the feeling it's either it's either been dug back up or it's being dug back up. They'll probably get like Ryan or something to host it. Oh, he's not he's hosting him. everything. I'm sick of seeing him. You know, he's in, given the right thing, I think he's fine. The new supermarket sweep thing that he's on, I mean, it's too long. It's an hour long. Doesn't is it? Need, doesn't need to be an hour. No, it doesn't need to be an hour long. But he's actually quite a good fit for it. Right. I've seen him on um, It Takes Two, Strictly. Yeah. I'm not a fan of that. He can be a bit much. I get that. Yeah. There's certain things that I think he suits. But he can't present everything, which at the moment it seems is. to be like they're just sticking them on everything. Exactly. Would you drink it again? This? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be in a hurry to. If there was... If they stopped it in Sainsbury's... No. Wouldn't you it. wouldn't even bother with that? No. You know, I'm certainly not going to order it again, like we are going to with... Certain other beers, I certainly wouldn't do that. Because a beer, because a beer, a beer from this sort of country, 
for it to find its way over here and get into a supermarket, it would be in sort of that premium bit, wouldn't it? Where you buy like the big bottles of like Fosters. No, not Fosters, but you know, <laughs> you know, like you get like the international beer mm-hmm. bit where you where it's like three bottles for Keo six quid away. Yeah, Keo. That's another one we need to read. Yeah, Keo Tiger falls into that category. Yeah. Tiger skin, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Cobra. They all fall into that. This this isn't in, in that league. No, it's not. It would never find its way there. It's just not good enough. Any advertising slogans for it? <sighs> the beer that President Monte would not drink. I mean, if if, if it's <laughs> the man from Del Monte, he say no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know. It's like, well, if it's if it's in. Dominican Republic and there's an advertising thing there it's like well what else are you going to drink <laughs> I don't know I have to ask my uncle or like, what else have they got out I there? mean to be honest if I was over there I w- would rather drink this than if a Foster's was put in front of me yeah you know it's not I mean? it's not like a horrendous beer it's just it's boring it's just it's got there's nothing really about this that, there's nothing that appeals no but if you were on holiday there no you know when it was put in front of you I'd feel like I'm taking part in the local culture it's, so, it's just I mean I wouldn't say... Was it um, Sisk from Malta who said it was like an all-inclusive beer? Yeah. <clears throat> this doesn't quite reach that. No. If you were all-inclusive and this was the beer that you had, that was like the beer that was given to you, you had to drink like throughout your holiday, um, you wouldn't be that thrilled. I mean, you would drink it, but you wouldn't be thrilled about it. No. Whereas that Sisk one, that Malta one, you were kind of like, yeah, that's fine. I'll happily, you know, it's not the best beer I've ever had, but you know what? You're telling me I can drink as many pints of that as I want. That's fine. Do it. Whereas this, it's like, I might just venture out and find something else. Ratings-wise, what are you thinking? Um, my gut instinct tells me... Hang on, right. Oh, Do you think... Go on. We, should, we discussed this a few weeks ago, actually, that we should do our initial ratings in secret out of ten. What? We haven't got any pen or paper at the moment to do it. So if I was to sort of hide behind the bar with however many fingers. Well, how about we do, I'll tell you how we do it. And again, this will be superb radio, is we do it in the style of like rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. So basically we'll go like three, two, one, and you'll flash up the amount of fingers. Yeah, that'll do. And we'll do that. We have decided. Which is paper. shit for the listener, <laughs> but great for us. <laughs> right, okay. So we're going to do one, okay. two, and then on the third... Reveal. Are we going on three? We'll go on th- one, two, and then, and then three, we'll go on three. Three, all the fingers. All the fingers? This isn't a 10 out of 10 beer. Well, obviously not, but yeah. Then there's the appropriate the amount that you of... wish, yes. Yeah, the appropriate amount of digits. Yeah, right. Okay, you ready? ready? One, two, three. No, I've got... What is that there? What I meant to do was... That. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking too hard about counting, then it's... Fuck it's hard to describe what Mark just did. <laughs> I basically just flashed a palm <laughs> to give it five, and Mark seemed to stick out kind of all his fingers and then couldn't make up his mind which ones to tuck in. I, I decided my rating for this about ten minutes ago, and what I meant was six. But I think we're on to a winner here with, with the theory. Next time, you can do the counting and I'll just get my fingers out. <laughs> 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 Right, so first right, on, on so five. I'm going, I'm going five, you're going six. Yeah. So how... 5.5 then, isn't it? Yeah, are we just going with 5.5? I think this is a good way to decide the ratings. 
There's sometimes where we might have to really debate it, but I mean, this is just, I don't really care. I mean, give it whatever you want, to be honest with you. But I think it's fair that it's halfway between the two. Okay, five and a half. We're going five and a half for Presidente from the Dominican Republic. Um, Do we recommend it? Not especially, but again, if you're on this journey with us trying to get through these beers, then get it done. Get it done. Don't go out of your way to bother with it. Don't go out of your way. But so that German website's a good place to get it. Welcome back. We are on to beer number two for this episode, and we are going from Dominican Republic all the way across to the land of the Orient, um, South Korea, for a beer called uh, Height, High Tea, Height. Should we go with Height? Let's go with Height. That's what we've been calling it, because it runs with Shite. Height or Height. Height. Yeah, it's, it's trying to give the image of being quite a cold beer, isn't it? I mean, if you look at the the top it's got a little snowflake above height yeah um, and it's like sort of um, it looks trying to look a bit icy it's sort of white and sky blue and but like you get like Carlsberg and then Carlsberg extra cold don't you at the at the, yeah. at the taps on the at the bar yeah there is a little thing on the um, on the main label somewhere and I've just looked at it now which I now can't find um, <laughs> it's a weird label isn't it doesn't look very Korean it doesn't at all no. It's it's very like um, it's very British. I say British. It's yeah. It's, it feels it feels quite um, quite British. Um, what we are, we're in a, a brown bottle. As I said, a white and sort of sky blue, cold looking label. Um, Three hundred and thirty mil bottle, and it's quite well. It's four point three percent. It's not weak, but it's fairly weak. It's a, it's a lot weaker than Presidente. Yeah. Um, imported by. Asia Express Food. Now, I bought this. This is, I must say it, this is the second time that we've actually had this. Yeah. We had it a few months ago, um, the start of the summer, if I remember right. Um, but it, it came along near the end of a quite a, a large session, and yeah. we were quite pissed at the time. Um, so this is like the second run that we're going to do of this, but we didn't record it last time, so it's going to be... We rated it, though. We did rate it, yeah. So I think that's somewhere tucked away on... Facebook. It is. I'm just looking at it now. A fact. Interestingly, what do you remember giving it, or don't you? Well, I don't know. Do we get into that? Or do we wait to the end because we're re-rating, aren't we? From last time. I, my my initial thoughts on this beer, from what I remember, was I remember criticising the label because it didn't feel Korean, and I wanted like when you get like Japanese beers, they feel Japanese from the way they're presented, like Asahi. Yeah. You look at the label on the bottle of Asahi, and you can tell right that's Japanese. You yeah. can look at a bottle from. Tiger beer, and it's like right. I know that's from um, Singapore, you know, and and like Thai beers, not sort of Chinese beers, like Singtao. Like straight away, I can see, feel, get a feel of the country that's from. This just doesn't tell me that at all. Like I, if you'd given me this bottle of beer and said what, which country is from, I'd said I haven't a fucking clue. Well, just to show you the picture, it feels European. Of last time that we drank it, look what's lurking behind it. That is a bottle of Stiebel. So that was the drank on the drank. same night that we had Stiebel. And I think it was the first beer after Stiebel. We probably should have ended there that night. Yeah, we had, yeah. To, we had to just go the extra one, didn't we? Hinano Tahiti was that night as yeah, well. Yeah, which I can't wait to revisit. And Efez. I mean, this is just on one picture. I mean, everything's just... So we'd had, an, we had a real session. That we had, had a, and it was a good run. A good it run really of beers. Was. Yeah. They, were, they were all strong beers. And this was maybe the one at the end that was kind of like, meh. 
Yeah, 21st of July. Um, I'll leave the original rating until later on. Mm. Um, I didn't remember what we'd given it, but anyway, I've just looked. So I like the little, because around the bottleneck, um, there's like a bit of foil um, where you've got like, you know, rather than having a label around the bottleneck, it's like a foil yeah. um, stuck on with height. That's, that's, that's quite a nice touch. The main stickers are quite nice. They're thicker. They're, yeah. They're sort of ridged as well. But it just doesn't, ribbed, if you like. doesn't feel Korean. <laughs> ribbed for your pleasure. Yeah. It doesn't feel Korean though. It doesn't, no. It's got quite a modern label. But it's um, been made there and imported from there. It's what has, I understand. It's yeah. like, it's, it's, this is how it looks in Korea. It's a height. It's so bizarre. Hail Lager since 1933, would you believe? Should it we doesn't crack, look that old, does it? Should we crack it open and I think we should. I'm just looking as I do that. Um, Try not to make mine explode everywhere like last time. There is a picture of the older style bottles. I wonder where the... That is the um, the original. Just looking at the way that they designed it previously, it doesn't really look any better. No. It looks a bit cheaper now. It doesn't look a million miles different, to be honest. No, it looks kind of cheap enough how they were yeah. doing it before. So, I mean, it looks... It's, it's nicely presented. It just doesn't feel authentic to no. where it's from. Um, there we go. That's what I was looking for. There is. I don't know if that bottle's got it. Let me have a look. What is it you're looking for? Yes, it has. Right. You can't really see it on that one because the bottle must be warmer. <laughs> on this, there's a um, a beer taste temperature indicator mark on the height beer bottle. Left normal temperature. Um, right, best taste temperature. Right, so when it's proper blue, as this one is in my hand now, I will oh, show you a picture yeah. later. There you go. bit like a bottle of Coors. Yeah. Okay. Right, now... I never noticed that before. No, no. Why is yours colder than mine? I don't know. They've been right next to each other in the fridge from the same moment today. Okay. I've no idea. But anyway. They feel... Not really. They feel the same. Yeah. I've just got a faulty label. Maybe it's just broken, yeah. But that's good. That is real effort. I really like that's that. That's a nice touch. You only ever really see that on Coors, don't you? I like it a lot. And Coors isn't like a particularly fancy beer. I'm not quite no. like Coors like. Um, it's a basic kind of beer. Just looking on their page here, they do usually have twist caps. Um, but good news is that we've got standard caps here, so yeah, it's good. It's got height on the on the lid, and the bottle is open, and it hasn't exploded everywhere, so it's already off to a better start. Should we crack on? President Hills, yeah, let's, let's, let's yeah, stack since nineteen thirty three, ice point filtration, and it says here extra drinkability. So it's, it's building itself up. It's sticks. It's, it's, they've given it extra drinkability. <laughs> Extra drinkability, bottom fermentation, ice point filtration mm. system. Best quality guaranteed. That's got a weird taste. Not in a particularly bad way. I mean, Presidente was quite a standard pilsner. This, as I say, is a pale lager. It's different, and I like that. It's a bit fizzier. It is, yeah. It's just gone up my nose. Um, it, has, it has more, again... It's hazy because it I'm going back to July and we're now at the back end of September and by the time this gets released, fuck knows when that'll be. Um, the uh, I, I remember kind of it being a bit boring and it doesn't taste particularly boring. No, it doesn't. It does have a bit going on. It's all right, isn't it? Um, I mean, it's not. World beating. It's 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 fizzier than Presidente was, um, but it has a bit more depth of flavour, um, which is strange when it's it's zero point seven percent weaker as well, a beer. What I will alcohol. say, yeah, I mean it's our original tasting notes here, and I do think that this was um, 
affected by the drinks that we'd had previously. Well, we drank one of the greatest beers of all time directly before it. One of the... In fact, the first note that it says was that it's lacking identity. Now, I really don't think it is. But that's the... I think that's the label talking. Do you reckon? Yeah, because I don't remember being distinctly like a bit... Like, why Why are they... It just doesn't look like it should have come from where it was from. And taste-wise, by that point... Pff, we were gone, were we? Yeah. But it's interesting that it, that it does feel... Does does feel like I would just feel more distinctive. We also said that it's got nothing to explain its roots, which I do still agree with. I mean, as you said, with a bottle, it doesn't look like it's Korean. It says since nineteen thirty three, and that's about it. I suppose we could research. Yeah. That's I suppose then that's part of our job for the listeners to tell them a bit more about where it's from, what it's about. It says we've said that you would never guess that it's travelled five and a half thousand miles. Yeah, agreed. It's probably agreeable. Yeah. However, it's drinkable. It is. Yeah, and then we went into the rating there, which I will come back to. Um, right. Height Brewery Company Limited is a South Korean brewery headquartered in Yongjungpogu in Seoul. I'm sure you pronounced Seoul. that perfectly. Oh, that sounded good. It's made products of beer. <laughs> you do better with Korean than you do with Spanish sounding <laughs> stuff because you mangle Spanish stuff. I'm really not good at that. Um, right, the company has established as Chosen Breweries in 1933. In 2001, it had three factories, and in 2002, its market share of domestic beer market was some 55% up from 30% in 1992. So it had over half the market in South Korea. Yes. Now, what I do like is that it's, even now, it's owned by Height Holdings. So it's still in control of its, its own... From what we see it as, it's a private brewery, effectively. Yeah. It's not one of these InBevs or... No. I'm presuming these don't InBev don't own anything over there, but I like that it's something different. It's not going to be a Heineken or an InBev or a Anheuser-Busch. Yeah. It's none of them. I like it. Are InBev, InBev or Anheuser-Busch anyway, aren't they? Are they the same thing? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I think they're the same really. thing. Um... Right, it was the first Korean beer export in 1962. Um, changed its name to Height in 1998. Wait, what was it called before? Um, Chosun Beer. Oh, okay. In 1933. So you think they changed the name to make it something a bit easier to mount some more palatable? Something a bit more Korean. Maybe. I don't know. Well, I don't yeah, know. 1993. What does Oh, height sorry, no. Changed its name to Height in 1998. Right. Um, in 2002, it sold 10 billion bottles of Height beer. Wow. Now, interestingly, this was quite easy to get hold of. It was. As I've said, this is the second time that we've had this. And I can't remember where we got the first one, but this. Now, I work in Manchester. Yeah. Um, and a couple of weeks back on my way home, I dropped into um, an Asian supermarket in Longsite in South Manchester called Apna. Yeah. Um, and it was in there. Um if I remember right, it was about £1.30 per bottle, which was a bargain. Not bad. I mean, when you consider, even on that the website for Presidente, that was well over double that. Yeah. I think this is a bargain. Yeah. It's for, a great price. If, you, if you're doing what we're doing and you're trying to get, like, beers, because some of these beers, like, for save the sake of one beer, we might have had to pay, say six euros or whatever for the beers but then you've got to pay like 20 euros to get them transported yeah whereas this you can walk into a Asian market in Manchester and pick it up for bobbins great it's good it's the top selling beer in South Korea and it's sweet and golden with thin body and minimal head 
Yeah, on get like it. Presidency. Well, definitely minimal head because it didn't explode out of the bottle when you opened it. Exactly. It's styled, interesting this, upon American rice lagers such as Budweiser. Now, it tastes nothing like Bud for me. No. Thankfully. So that Presidente went off like a bottle of Cresta. Do you Cresta? It did, yes. We've discussed Cresta. Have we done it before? Oh, we okay, have, yeah. we won't cover that again. Yeah, because I got the wrong one. Um, anyway. Um, most drinkers consider the draft version as a high torrental brewery and cast to be more or less interchangeable in price and taste. Most South Korean uh, beers are brewed from rice and it's 4.3%. Um, they do do some others. Um, they do a stout, prime, max, ex-fuel, um, dry, dry lager. I'd quite... Because I know we drank Asahi, you weren't necessarily a fan of dry lagers. I'd be really interested to try to try a dry version of this. Unless you go and visit Korea, I don't think you're going to get all of that. It's called Height Soju. Brand of soju with a relatively low market share. So even out there, you're going to find it hard to get. Oh, Holy really? shit. Um, it's a distilled beverage. This is not a dry beer. Um... I think this is Wikipedia getting mixed up. But anyway, Soju so- so- is a, a spirit between 16.8 and 53%. We don't do spirits on this show, so I think we should move on. Um, right, so we've discussed the bottle. Um, a few of the you know the first sort of aspects. Advertising slogan. I really feel like I should prepare these beforehand. I think we need to up our game with that. I mean, I'm one of my friends from work suggested after we'd posted it last time that we should have put an S in front of it. But I don't think it is shite. No, it's not shite. It's not shite. So Maybe that's the slogan. Not shite. Height not shite. Height, hashtag height, height not shite. Hashtag height not shite. Yes, we've yes. got it. We will post that as well later. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, so height not shite. All height, no shite. <laughs> Famous person, could you imagine drinking this beer? Well, you can't say Jackie Chan. No, because it's um, yeah. After Singapore, it's, it's, it's mildly offensive, deeply offensive. Um, well, uh, you know what I imagine? I've got one if you haven't. Have you? Yeah. Well, I'm thinking. I'm picturing the scene. Okay, so it's a uh, cold or wintry day, obviously, because the. The, the, the bottles are cold and basically uh, Donald Trump is <laughs> approaching the, the demilitarised zone between South Korea and North Korea and then staring him in the face is Kim Jong-un and they're approaching each other and they're kind of like making eyes at each other imagine sort of some sort of music playing in the background, like Kenny G or something, some kind of soft, like... <laughs> sort of approaching each other. And then the, uh, you know, Kim Jong-un extends his hand to Donald Trump to shake Donald Trump's tiny hand. And then Donald Trump waves a finger at him like, no, no, no. And then brings out a bottle of height and then extends it across... So imagine like an advert, yeah? So it's like... That, this, that is how I'm picturing it. So where the yeah. specific, where the line is, the line between North and South Korea, the beer crosses over the line, and Donald Trump's tiny hand, such a small hand, 
across. So the, the bottle looks massive. So it looks incredible. It looks like a 500ml bottle, even though it's not. It's <laughs> such small hands. Across the line, and then Kim Jong-un takes the bottle, has a sip, and goes, hmm, not shite. And then, at that precise moment, peace. He just says, you know what? Tear this wall down. Tear this wall down. These South Korean fellas, they're all right. They're all height. They are all height. (laughs) And then, all of a sudden, and then somehow, Donald Trump becomes this massive hero. Then he comes back, and then he gets done for a load of legal shit, and then gets, like, impeached. Fingers crossed, the prick. <laughs> um, that was a thought in my head. Do you reckon, Although, do you I kind of regret it because it? I feel like it. I feel like it paints him in a good light, and I fucking hate the orange gibbon. Do you reckon taking Donald Trump completely out of it? Do you reckon Kim is sitting at home now, drinking height? Oh yeah. What if he drinks it in secret? Exactly. Yeah. Because what beer do they have in North Korea? I don't know. I mean, it's not on our list, so we may never find out. That would be a good extracurricular one, though. It would be if we could track one down. Yeah. Um, wouldn't that be great if he's like sat there and he's got like a little secret cupboard and then everyone's like gone out of the room height. and he's like he's there with his you know shit haircut and he's watching like I don't know World's Wildest Police videos and he cracks out <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny just the idea of him watching World's Wildest Police videos <laughs> cracks out a bottle of hype and no one's looking and he's drinking like South Korean beer do you ever watch World's Wildest Police videos? I have done before yeah they they don't repeat it anymore. It used to be on like it used to be a staple of like your ITV. Bravo, Bra- well, Bravo, and like your ITV like not ITV but like ITV Two and stuff yeah. like that before it became populated with like Keith Lemon and Family Guy. Do you remember the guy that presented it? No. It was it was like a it was like a, a little guy, and he had like sort of quaffed like grey hair, and he was like a sheriff. The idea was he was a he was a proper sheriff. I can't remember the guy's name. I think it was John something. And maybe you need to look it up. But he had like a quaffed sort of like grey hair. Little guy. And you always have the bits like the start of an episode where he's like they fake they fake like a crime scene. We're probably going way over time, but I'm gonna tell it anyway. Um like a fake sort of crime scene, he's like getting out of a police car or whatever. And then he does like a little bit of an intro. And then like he does all the voiceovers from that point on. I can't and remember it. He was he was proper funny. It's this little guy. It's years since I've seen that. Yeah, I did used to watch it though. And and like the end of a clip would always like you'd have like a high speed chase, and then um, he'd always make some sort of quip or he'd just say like you know, this guy just bought himself a ticket straight to jail, and it would be like <laughs> it would always end with something like he always make some sort of like quip at the end of it and stuff. Um. Oh, you would, oh well, there's no point me asking you about films you don't watch films no you ever seen Bad Santa though no oh okay he crops up at the end of Bad Santa there's a bit where like the, the guy um, Billy Bob Thorne I think he, he gets like he gets I think at some point he gets caught he's like robbing something he gets caught and the guy that catches him is the sheriff from World's Wise Police Videos right and uh, yeah actually has him like yeah yeah and he right. says like I can't really say it. he says like yeah you're in a whole world of shit. And it's like, he gets, yeah. <laughs> but you never, I mean, unless you watch that program, you would never know it was I him. I wouldn't, nah. You wouldn't, it just, he's not, he's not you famous. You wouldn't get the... It's just me remembering, remembering random TV shit from <laughs> my youth. Um, what situation would you imagine yourself drinking this in? For me, 
I'd be taking a seat, deck chair, watching Trump and Little Ham Trump and Kim Jong Un at the DMZ. If in 2002 I'd gone to watch the World Cup. In oh Korea, yeah. In Japan and South Korea. Yeah. Or was the Olympics there not long ago? Winter Olympics. Possibly? The Olympics was in Seoul in 1988. So I would have been two. It's the Winter Olympics last year, I think. I'm sure it was... A... Oh, in Pyongyang? Or Pyong... No. Yes. Was it there? Pyongyang? No, Pyongyang was North Korea. Winter Olympics. Bear with. Maybe it was in South Korea. Um... They had a Winter Olympics in Nagano. That was Japan. And that was in the late 90s. At 98. Uh, Pyongyang. South Pyongyang. Korea. Last year. There we go. Last Pyongyang. Year. So, okay. yeah. If... I'd have gone to watch the Winter Olympics last year. I would happily have sat drinking many of these um, whilst overlooking like tobogganing or something. I was going to say, what sport would you be at? Because obviously, you'd any choice of winter. I quite like sport. watching the skeletons. It's quite dangerous, um, and from that point of view, I think that I would never do it because I'm quite a wimp, really. Um, Four man I, bob. I watch other people sort of hurt themselves. Um, I like the four man bob. And I think it's the only acceptable time for a for a straight man to watch ice skating. But figure skating is the Winter Olympics. That bores me. Really? No, I, I admire... Uh, the Winter Olympics is the only time as kind of like a straight heterosexual man that you could admire a triple Lutz and go, that's just splendid. And then not feel judged. Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, that all the sort of... The indoor things like that, and then in the normal Olympics, when they're doing all balancing and you know all that shit, that just bores me as well. I love all Olympic sport. I watch anything. If I mean, it's Olympic, I watch it. I do enjoy it, but I mean, I think I'd probably enjoy it more, you know, if I was out there, if I was sat, in, you know, sat in the stands drinking height. Um, I would quite happily. In fact, if I'm on on the way home from work. Um, and we, when we get to the point of running out of beers, um, when I'm on my way home from work, if I just need some bottles of something, I might even drop into um, Apna and get some more bottles of height. I mean, it's only, I'm sure it's about £1.30 a bottle. I think that's quite a reasonable price. So I'm guessing we're heading towards the point where we need to rate this beer. I think we do. So we're going to go with the, are we going to go with the fingers rule? Are you going to get it right? We're, we're, we're going to go actually... with that. But, I've already seen what we rated it as last time, um, which I feel next time we probably shouldn't do, but we've got the benefit of the previous experience. Mm. Um, but I'm probably going to stick with the same rating because I, f- I feel it's a pretty solid rating. Maybe a little tad more. Well, well okay, so are we going to do the finger thing? Or are we just, cause well, I, I, do, should we do fingers? Okay, fingers, right, okay, going on three. Um, let me get my fingers right. <laughs> <laughs> right, go. Are you, are you ready? Okay, All three. Yeah. One, two, three. Okay, a match. We both give right. it a seven. Seven. Yeah. Was that what we gave it the first time round? We did. Yeah. Yeah, we did. It was seven last time. That's quite generous considering. You must have enjoyed it. Um, I mean, let's bear in mind that last time we thought it had no identity, but completely opposite. Now I really do think it does. I, I, I'd drink it again. I'm it's really a nice good. it's a nice beer. Um it's it's pretty inexpensive, it's easy to get hold of. Well, easy-ish. If by by came, the standards of the beers on this list, it's easy to get hold of. If people came round my house, like they do quite often, this is a beer that I'd say, have a go with that, see what you think. But 
I don't regard it like a barbecue beer because it's like you don't you don't know where it's from. No, you'd have to explain it. Wouldn't it's it? not. Doesn't it won't feel exotic no. to the beholder. You'd have to explain it because it doesn't explain itself. Which is a ball ache. Yeah. Hashtag height, height not, not shite. Seven out of ten. Right, we're at the end of the episode, so we must remember to remind people to follow us on the socials. Yes, FTLOB Pod, Insta, Twitter, and we still haven't done a Facebook yet, but we will. We will. Um, yes. Thank you very much for listening, and we will speak to you very soon. I want to do is drink beer for breakfast.